Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. Many times we think of action as something big, but how much motivation does it really take to do something that takes five minutes? Hi, my peak performer. I am Henika Watkins-Porter, host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. And this week, I want to give a very, very special shout out to all the persons who made my very first Entrepreneurial You conference and expo a reality from all the speakers, including JLD and the 17 other speakers that we had. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Jamaica Business Development Corporation, Yellow, Brand Profit and Patwa Apparel. Without you, the conference would not have happened. And certainly to our amazing attendees, our peak performers, those who joined the peak performer community. Also, September 30 on Saturday, September 30 was celebrated and observed as International Podcast Day. And so I, along with Ingrid Riley of Jamaica, we initiated the Jamaican Meetup celebrating and observing International Podcast Day. And it was amazing. So I also want to thank those persons who turned out. But I must also give special mention to... Mahalia Ricketts and Demario Johnson. Those two, they are a sweet couple, sweet young couple. And they surprised me at the end with a gratitude journal. There's a nice little backstory to, to that journal because when we had the virtual conference, one of my speakers was Lisa Ryan of Gratitude. And she spoke about gratitude as a strategy for employee engagement. She was talking about the gratitude journal. And of course, I'm somebody who gives thanks all the time. And, you know, I don't take anything for granted, but it dawned on me that I needed an actual journal, an actual gratitude journal. Also linking that to another presentation from Kelly Cooper, the law of attraction as a success strategy. Of course, we know, I know that the things that we put our focus on, those are the things that we get. And it was just so I don't know, almost surreal that in that moment, just a few days ago, when I thought about the whole wanting to get a gratitude journal and at the end of International Podcast Day, where I hosted it with uh, Dr. Anissa Holmes of Delivering Wow. Her podcast is Delivering Wow. Yannick Grant of Navigating the Customer Experience and Paul Sennett of the Transformation Blueprint. After we all, you know, all podcasters were sharing at Book of Philia, our journey and statistics and the benefits and marketing and monetizing and so on, everything having to do with podcasting. And to get this journal in that space of time between thinking about wanting one and actually getting it, it was the most amazing gift that I could ever receive, most appropriate, most timely. So again, thank you, Mahalia and Demario. You actually have made an impact on me. You have stood out for me and I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen on your journey. Even 
as you've been uh, challenged, so to speak, <laughs> literally challenged by Dr. Anissa Holmes to start your own podcast featuring investment, young investors, and so on. So I look forward to what's going to come from you. Now, just want to say today's episode of The Entrepreneurial You is brought to you by Bookafilio, Jamaica Stock Exchange, and Patwa Apparel. And now, let's go to today's episode. On the Entrepreneurial You today is an entrepreneur, an award-winning business achiever, competitive weight lifter, and life strategist who hosts the popular podcast, The Art of Living Big. She is the author of the best-selling book, Become a Nutrition Ninja, and just released Start Small, Live Big. Her mission is to help inspire others to thrive, through change by starting small. She loves a good tailgate, the smell of the ocean, like me, <laughs> and relaxing with a good book. Peak performers, help me welcome Betsy Pick to the Entrepreneurial You. Welcome, Betsy. Hey, thanks so much for having me. We normally start with a fun question, and a different one goes to all my guests. So here's your fun question. If you could visit any planet... Which one would you choose and why? You know, I think there's still so much on planet Earth for me to explore. I, I really have a travel bug. And so for me, I think I would I would visit planet Earth in many, many more ways than I already have. All right. So <laughs> Betsy, I'm going to ask you at this point to plug your social media handles so that our peak performers may shout out at you if they desire during our conversation. Yeah. So you can find me everywhere at Betsy Paik. So just my name, B-E-T-S-Y-P-A-K-E. Thank you for that. And of course, my peak performers, you know that you can find me Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Henneke Watkins Porter, or Patwa Apparel. You should find me there. Now we are going to be talking about Betsy just moving towards achieving our goals and, you know, starting small to live big, that philosophy that you live by. So my first question to you is, what's the one thing that prevents people from moving towards their goal? The more people that I talk to, successful people and people that are really struggling, the difference that I find is that people that are successful, that are happy and joyful in their lives, have a really clear vision of where they want to go. So they're crystal clear about where they want to go in all areas of their life. Not just like I want to be happier. It's very specific how they want to be happier or what they want their career to be like or how they want their personal life. And so I think it absolutely comes down to vision because we can't manifest anything in our life until we are clear on what we want. In terms of being getting clarity on that vision, how can we go about that? You know, uh, amidst all the, the, the many confusions, amidst all the many thoughts that are going on in one's head, how can you go about getting that clarity? Yeah, I mean, I think it really takes some dedication to spending time really exploring what makes you happy. And I always say to the people that I work with, we have this amazing system in our body 
called emotion that will tell us if we are aligned or not aligned with what we really think. And when we feel bad, then we know that doesn't really align with our belief systems or how we really see the world. And so for me, that happened one morning really early. I owned a business and I realized that every morning I was just, I had a pit in my stomach. You know, I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to go to work. And every night I was exhausted. I wasn't creating time for the things that were really important to me, like my family. And one morning I got up and felt that desperation, you know, that so many people feel where they say, like, is this it? And when I did that, I I heard a little voice that said, like, if you could do anything today, what would it be? And I think that's such an important critical exercise for people to do is to just brainstorm, what would it be? Because many times we have this vision in our heads of what our life is supposed to be, right? It's what our parents wanted us to do or what our neighbors are doing or, you know, we're in a career or a relationship that we just think we're supposed to be in. But when we can have that moment where we say, for me, just one day, if I could do anything, what would it be? And when we give ourselves that time to really dream, and I always tell people you don't have to share it with anybody, and that gives you the release to be able to really think anything that's true to you. And once you have that vision of your day, then you can really pull out pieces of it and say, you know, I, I don't live in a place that I thought my my perfect day I would be. You know, I, I live in Atlanta and I really want to live at the beach. And when I did that vision for my day, I was really able to identify, oh, I need to either go to the beach more or start working towards living at the beach. And just that shift in my head created much more joy and excitement for my life. That very poignant and important question. If you could do anything today, what would it be? That is like a million dollar question, really is, um, because so many persons are indeed struggling with clarity and struggling to identify what it is they need to be doing. They're unhappy. I remember uh, was you shared your story, Betsy. I remember my own personal journey when I was contemplating quitting my job. One particular, I mean, I was agonizing over it for some time, but there was one particular morning I just got up and I felt angry. I felt miserable. I was, I was out of this world. I was so grateful that I had this job, right? But at the same time, it was so unfulfilling. And I knew there was so much more to life than just getting up, going to a nine to five that I absolutely hated I was just doing it to pay the bills you know and I thought life had to be more so I can you know totally relate and so many persons who have come on this show so many of my listeners of my peak performance community they can so relate to that so thank you for sharing Betsy that amazing question because I'm sure it will help to bring clarity to a lot of persons who are in that position that we once were you know if you could do one thing today what would it be no, we want to move in, Betsy, to your philosophy of start small, live big. How did you discover that philosophy that you now live by? I have a daughter who is now in high school, but at the time, 
she was junior high or just going into junior high and she was experiencing a lot of anxiety like a lot of kids do at that age because you know junior high is terrible <laughs> and so she was having like extreme anxiety where the school would call and tell me that she was hyperventilating and it was just very stressful and what after bringing her to the doctor one doctor said to her you have an army in your brain and your army is just extra strong and we just have to teach it that you're safe and when she said that to my daughter i thought oh that makes so much sense right it's your amygdala in your brain which is your freeze fight or flight response and i realized that the clients that i was working with were having a similar response. Like they weren't having a panic attack, but they had a resistance to change. And so I started testing with my clients what I had done with my daughter, which was to start with things that are so, so, so small that it seems silly not to do it. And so, for example, if you have a big goal, right? I want to move to the beach, right? That's a big goal. I don't even know how that can happen. It seems so enormous to me. But I could break it down into little teeny tiny steps. And I, I do this through a framework I call Chase. And it walks you through this process. But if I can break it down into little steps, then maybe one day I'm looking for beaches that have cities nearby. And one day I'm looking for, um, you know, friends that I know that have moved to the beach. And one day I'm looking on research on uh, housing, you know. So if I can do little tiny things instead of having this enormous task, it actually lowers the threshold for my amygdala. It doesn't trigger my amygdala. And I can start to make progress. And Really, when I started working with this with people, it was a lot with fitness. So they want, you know, how you have ideas, you want to lose weight or you want to start walking every day. And and what I found was that people would have, you know, motivation for two or three days and then it would drop off. But if I could have them do something teeny, teeny, tiny every single day, then their motivation would actually increase. And so I found that Action comes before motivation. And so anything that you're trying to do and you're thinking, I got to wait until I get motivated. You don't. You just have to start with something so small, like under five minutes, that would be towards that goal. And that is how you start to create momentum and motivation. You just said something that just blew me over. Action comes before motivation because... I would think that you have to be motivated to be driven to action. Yeah, well, you would think, right? But many times we think of action as something big. But how much motivation does it really take to do something that takes five minutes, right? So not a whole lot of motivation. So your motivation can be really low and you can still get moving towards that goal. I had a client who wanted to start walking every day. And we set it up in her calendar. She was a very busy entrepreneur and um, had a, you know, busy family and, a, you know, a, a busy, busy life. And she wanted to start walking. And we set it up so she would walk two or three days a week. And at the end of the week, when I would check in, she would say that she hadn't done it. 
And she didn't really have a good reason. She sort of just felt a resistance. And she was really busy. So she had lots of excuses. And so the following week, I told her, don't work out. Just put your workout clothes on. But don't work out. Because I realized her amygdala was being triggered by having to do the full action. So I said, just put your workout clothes on. I mean, that takes hardly no effort at all. And so she did it. At the end of the week, I checked in and three times that week she had put her workout clothes on. She thought I was crazy, but she did it. And so the the next week I told her, put your workout clothes on. But then when you're watching TV or you're making dinner, just march in place. So now you're getting some movement. Every time a commercial comes on, just stand up and march in place. And at the end of the week, when I called and asked her, how did it go? She said, I didn't do it. I only did it twice. The third time, I just went for a walk. So when we start to do something so small, it pushes that threshold for our amygdala and lowers the resistance. So now she was going for walks and she didn't have any of the resistance she had before. So the motivation started to increase every day as she walked more and more. We are going to be taking a break right here. And when we come back, you did mention uh, earlier, Betsy, about your framework called CHASE. That's acronym. And you're going to tell us what that acronym is for when we come back. Let's take a break. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal. But we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back. And we are talking with Betsy Pick, and she lives by the philosophy of starting small to live big. We have been having a very interesting conversation, and we're going to pick that up right here, talking about the Chase framework that, Betsy, you go by. Take us through that. So the idea was that I was working with all these clients and they would come to me and I would give them their small steps. But I really needed some way for people that I couldn't talk to on the phone to be able to create this in a way that was a system, you know, so that they could walk through step by step. And so I created a framework called Chase and I talk about it in my book, Start Small, Live Big. But you can also download the worksheet for free on my website. And what it stands for is the C in Chase stands for create. And that's really where, you know, it's it's a worksheet. And at the top of the worksheet, you just write where you are right now. You know, where I am right now is I'm not getting along with my husband, for example. I am getting along with my husband. I'm just using that (laughs) as an example. (laughs) And then at the bottom of the worksheet, You write the vision for what could that relationship be? Like, what would be great? So take all the little negative voices out of your head and what would be a great relationship? So right now at the top, maybe you can't stand him. 
and you're worried about your future. And down at the bottom, you have a relationship where you're communicating, you feel connected, you each have hobbies that you can share in, you have friends that are related and you do fun things together and you have joy. So now I need a way to get from the top of the worksheet where I am to the bottom of the worksheet, which is my vision. And the create phase is just that. In the middle of the worksheet is where you're going to set a timer and you're going to just write down all the little things you think you could do that would take you from the top to the bottom. And the reason I set a timer is important because otherwise you'll come up with like one or two little things that you've already thought of that you've already dismissed in your head and then you'll move on and say it doesn't work. But when you set a timer, it forces you to get creative because problem solving is a creative process. And so get creative and just write down anything that comes to your head. It does not matter if it makes sense. And I always tell people it doesn't matter if it makes sense and it doesn't matter if you think it's something you would do. Just write it out if it's coming to you. Now, sometimes people take this and they get really creative and they get, you know, different colored markers and just, you know, let their brain and their creative juices flow in this process. But once the timer goes off, now you should have a variety of small steps that could take you from the top of the page to the bottom of the page. The next is H and that's for help. And so just look at the list and circle all the areas where you could get help. So, you know, if you're working on a better relationship with your spouse, maybe for two weeks you get help cleaning the house because that's what your spouse usually does. And you want to free up time for you to both do something together. Or if there's anything on the list you could delegate, just circle those areas just so that that they're differentiated to you when you look at the sheet. And then the next is attain. Many times there's something else we have to do first or something else we have to learn. And so just underline those areas as you find them. The next in the chase framework is the S, which is start. So now you have things circled and you have things underlined, but there are items that are left. And it is the things that are left that are the things you could do right off. And so, you know, you've created some momentum by even doing the worksheet. So the start phase is really scheduling something for the very next day that's on your list that will take under five minutes. So sometimes people say like, there's nothing on my list. Then break one thing down even smaller. Like you just haven't gone small enough to get to something that's under five minutes. And then the E stands for evaluate. So anytime we're involved in any process of growth or change, we need to be checking in and making sure that we're on the right path. You know, I have a a friend that's an airline pilot and he flies from L.A. to Atlanta. And he said if his nose is off by even 1%, he'll end up in a different state. He won't even end up in Atlanta. He has to constantly be checking to make sure his nose, because that amount of time, that length of time can change and impact everything. And so I use that analogy in the evaluate, like once a week, take a look and see what's working, what isn't working, how can I adjust? And when you can be evaluating like that, 
those small steps can go a long, long way to start creating huge waves of change in your life. So that's the chase framework and how it breaks out. And that's a wonderful framework. So let me recap. So the C is for create, H, help. A, attain, S, start, and E, evaluate. Wonderful acronym there, CHASE, to chase those big dreams that you have by starting small. Amazing. I am so appreciative of what you're sharing with us, Betsy. And we are going to now look at how can someone find more joy in their life when their life isn't you know, the way they want it to be right now? How can they do that? Yeah, you know, I think that that's a struggle for a lot of people as they get so busy in their lives and their stress and schedules and all of that time. I really believe that deep down we know what makes us happy. Deep down, I believe we know the answers to the questions. So someone listening right now may be thinking, Like, I'm going to have to call my friend and ask them what they think I'd be good at. Or I'm going to have to call and ask their opinion on this thing that I'm struggling with. But I think if we can be just quiet with ourselves, we already know the answer. And I think when we have that, those moments where we are aligning with what is truly our beliefs and truly our deep down the, you know, feelings and vision for our lives, that is when we have those sparks of joy. And the more you can make those connections, the more joy you can really have in your life. And so I talk a lot about pivoting and moving towards the positive side of every single situation, because that starts to retrain your brain to continue looking And that will bring you back to that source within yourself and create more sparks of joy. And my final question to you, Betsy, is what do you want readers of Start Small, Live Big to walk away with? That they can do anything. I think that we have, you know, pushed ourselves and and bought into this idea that Success is some outward thing, but whatever it is that brings you joy and happiness, that is true success and that every single one of us can find that and every single one of us can be successful. Everyone can be successful. Every single person can be happy peak performers. We're always working towards that point of success and happiness because everybody wants that. I want to ask you again to repeat the giveaway that you have for us and also your contact information. Where can our community get in touch with you? So you can find me on my website, which is BetsyPake.com. And the Chase framework is BetsyPake.com backslash Chase. And you can find me all over social media, simply at BetsyPake. That's Betsy Pick talking about earlier, we were talking about starting small to live big. And how can I say thank you <laughs> for coming and sharing such wonderful, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, deep thoughts. And you have given us all something to walk away with, something to contemplate and to, you know, that will take action so that we can, you know, step up our motivation. So, you know, for me, it was such great uh, learning, a, a learning moment, you know, because, Action, you're saying, Betsy, comes before motivation, whereas we have been led to think that, you know, we have to be so motivated and then we act. 
but you have given us another spin, another way, another perspective. Thank you so much for coming and cheering on the entrepreneurial you. And I wish you all the best in everything that you do. Thank you. And now a word from our sponsor, Jamaica Stock Exchange. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. We have come to the end of another great show. Thank you so much for listening. I'd really love for you to go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, The Entrepreneurial You. That's if you've not already done so. And I really look forward to hearing from you about your journey as an entrepreneur. If you've not already started and you are about to start, I'd love to hear about that. So send me an email at hennikawatkisporto at gmail.com. In the meantime, please visit hennikawatkisporto.com where you can access several resources to help you level up and peak your performance. Feel free to explore the website. There are several resources, there are blogs, there are the podcast, those past episodes that you've not yet listened to. You can also leave a comment on the show notes page of these episodes. So I look forward to interacting with you and to share your journey. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and expect to win. What good? <laughs>